This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Hot Off the Mess. I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and wow, wow, wow. Bethany Frankel and Raquel slash Rachel sat down for a part multiple part podcast episode. And I listened this morning, so you guys don't have to. You're welcome. Um, Because as you guys know, Bethany is kind of like on her reality reckoning um, kick, if you will. She is wanting to take down, you know, the network. And I've heard that, um, you know, Rinna's getting involved, which isn't very surprising. And I have very mixed feelings about it all, as Jared and I discussed last week. Like, of course, we feel like there should be compensation, but also there's like your own accountability for your own actions. But also you're in this like crazy bubble. And it's just a very, very nuanced conversation. And I just feel like, I just feel like, it's hard to have those kind of conversations online because nuance doesn't exist there. So that's why, you know, I'm taking it to the pod. I'm taking it to the mic. And I listened. I took so many notes um, because this is the first time since the reunion. So two weeks after the affair came out um, that Raquel is like giving her side of the story. And honestly, I feel like that is being like extremely overlooked. Like I think everyone expected her to maybe like really exploit this and she hasn't she's been in a um a treatment facility since march um i think she like just got out very very recently um and just wanted to kind of give her own side of the story especially like i said because bethany is doing this whole reality reckoning um if you will so i'm gonna get into that and um we're going to talk a little bit about Roni, the new episode that just came out. But really, really, I want to get into the Raquel-Bethany combo. There's so much to talk about. There's so many things I'm thinking. I'm like still processing. Um, because if you've been listening to this podcast since like the since the scandal, you you kind of I feel like know where I stand on it. Like and if you don't, let me just remind everybody I'll like just give my like clip notes here. Obviously, yeah, let me get into this before I start getting into the interview. Um, Obviously, it was bad what Raquel and Tom Sandoval did. They had a seven month long affair behind Ariana's back. Horrible. Her and Ariana appeared to be very close friends on television. That's what we know. There's photos of them dressing up, you know, in matching Halloween costumes. From what we've seen, like, they appeared to be very, very close friends. Her and, you know, I'm not going to recap the whole scan of all, but obviously what Raquel and Tom did was awful, so disgusting the amount of lies and deception that like went into this affair is like it's beyond it's very and that to me is like the scariest part is just like how many times 
and how many lies that they probably had to tell to like cover certain things up. And I remember being like very, very like I guys, my mind like exploded the day I got the TMZ push notification. I thought it was like when I saw Tom had an affair, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Just absolutely crazy. And obviously, like as more information comes out, more time passes, I start to feel like, you know, the dust starts to settle a little bit. I have some more clarity on like just like what's really going on. Like, let's all take a step back. Let's all stop coming from an emotional place, because, again, this didn't happen to us. This isn't something that, you know, we all had to go through. We're not Ariana. Um, And I think that and I said this last week on the podcast, I think the obsession and the bullying of Raquel needs to stop. Um, It's getting in the words of Nene leaks. It's getting weird. Um, Like she made a mistake, but people act like she fucking like murdered someone. They act like she did something so horrible that no one in the in this world has ever done and it's like you're on a cast on Vanderpump Rules where every single person there has had an affair or been involved in a cheating situation at least once so like let's be real um also let's look at the facts the cast has come out um, before the affair even came out and said, Lala said on Watch What Happens Live, she feels that Ariana and Tom are like the least honest with about their relationship. People have been saying these things. So this is where the nuance comes in, where we can recognize that Raquel is wrong. What she did was horrible. What Tom did was horrible. And we can also look at it from a place of like, shit got real, they got wrapped up in it. And shit happens. And to see Tom Sandoval kind of get away with it is so infuriating to me because it kind of is how Jax and Kristen were, where like Jax was like back in with the group. He was back in. He was hanging out. He's cheated and lied and stolen a a million times. And always gets let back in. And Tom Sandoval, I mean, there was a video last night of them all walking into, I think it was Sir. Him and Ariana are walking right next to each other. They're still living together. So now that like that is kind of coming to light that these two people, you know, are still living together. I remember thinking it was like horrible and weird that they were still living together back in like March when this all happened. But I was like, you know what? This just happened. They're trying to get their bearings. It's been about five or six months. I think that that's weird. Like, I think we're all allowed to think that that's a little strange. And so to see Tom just be like kind of welcomed back in. I mean, there's a photo of Lala hugging him, Um, you know, and Raquel is just like left, you know, to be this like horrific villain. It's just like kind of ridiculous. And now do I love that it's Bethany Frankel giving this interview? No. Do I love that Bethany Frankel you know, it hasn't seen like a frame of this show and it's giving Howie Mandel energy. Yes, it's very annoying, but I'm fucking eating it up because that's who I am, you know? So I don't know, you guys, like I feel confused. I feel like this is a very complicated 
situation, um, you know, and I, I don't know. It's let's just get into it. Okay. Let's just dive in. Let me pull up my little notes here. So Bethany and Raquel just kind of just jump right in. The first part is mainly about her, you know, why did she go away to the mental health facility? Like, what did she want to work on? Like, like, just let's let's just get into that. And then um, then they start kind of talking about the show a little bit. Bethany kind of just like wanted to like unpack more of her relationship with Tom and um, all of that. And then I think in part two, we get more into like the meat of the show. Um, Yeah. Wow. Let's buckle in. Okay. So Raquel states that she went away because she felt there was a lot of work that she needed to do on herself and she needed to really uncover like why she's making these decisions. Like, why am I going for, um, you know, unavailable men? Why am I doing... Um, just why am I doing this? Uh, you know, why did I pick James? Why? And can we all stop pretending like James is a fucking angel and that he was probably a really great boyfriend and whatever? Can we not remember the panic attack Raquel had, um, in the back of the car, just at the thought of having an escape plan to get out of that relationship? Okay. Thank you. We need to sit with that for a sec because that is so fucking crazy. No one in a relatively okay dynamic needs an escape plan to get out of a relationship. I'm sorry. I know no one wants to hear that. I know James is beloved. Hell, he makes me laugh. I enjoy watching him. But we need to acknowledge that, okay? Like I said, if if you're not a nuanced person, this podcast probably isn't going to be for you. I'm just going to tell you that right now. So anyway, so she felt that she just kind of had to quiet all the noise and she's like, I need to go away. I need to like unpack like, why the fuck am I doing this? Why did I, why did I involve myself in a seven month affair with a guy in a relationship with someone that I knew and was friends with? Like, and to me... That's a very important, um, important thing to note. Like she didn't go away because she just like needed a break. She's like, I went away because like I didn't understand who I fucking was. And I think that's commendable. And I don't think people want to acknowledge that, you know, she didn't go away to just be like, yeah, like I, she was away for months. She was in this facility for months. She states at one point in the interview that like they were like, okay, like your treatment's like up. And she's like, no, like I want to stay here and continue this work. Like, I think that that's something we should like tip our hats to, frankly, but I know people won't. Um, So Bethany kind of gets right into it and she's like, I feel like you were exploited and I feel like you know, this isn't that big of a deal when you look at the, when you zoom out and look at everything everybody else has ever done on this show. Um, and, and I think Rachel slash Raquel did a really good job at kind of like 
navigating Bethany's questions because I think Bethany is obviously so laser focused on like fuck Bravo fuck reality television producers they're exploiting us they're doing this like and Raquel acknowledges that to a certain extent but she also like takes a lot of accountability for her actions now I had posted earlier this morning like you know I know no one wants to hear this but I think Raquel's done a lot of work on herself and I got a couple DMs of people being like she's not apologetic she's not sorry she's not this I'm like she says multiple times I take accountability I feel terrible for what I did to Ariana I'm like what the fuck do you people want from her what do you want? In the words of Heather Bro, do you want me to pop a vein? And, you know, Bethany's like, I think people got really caught up, like the fans. She's like, because they're only seeing what we're showing them. And it's it's easy to get wrapped up. It's easy to get, you know, emotional about this. And she's like, you know, affairs and cheating, it hits home for a lot of people. She said these things. And it's like, I don't know why no one is like acknowledging that. She's a, I don't know what people want from her. She's apologized. She didn't go on Howie Mandel three weeks later and say nonsense like Tom did. She waited months. She went to a mental health facility to get help. And she's taking accountability for her actions. Now, again, nuance comes into play because she's like, multiple things can be true at once. I can take accountability and I can be apologetic and I you know, can acknowledge that Ariana will never forgive me, nor does she have to. She said that. But also, I was wrapped up in the show. I was wrapped up in, you know, finding myself and this guy was giving me attention and he was validating me and he was listening to me. And, you know, we'll get into that. But I'm just saying like, that's, you know, this is what Raquel says. She goes, I do want to take a moment to acknowledge the hurt I brought and I was not careful with my actions. I was wanting to get certain needs met. And, um, you know, she hadn't healed from her relationship breakup with James. She was easing a lot of anxiety with drinking on camera. I mean, these are things that like we've seen a million times before. So what she's saying is like she's not making excuses. She's just simply just stating like where she was coming from at the time. Raquel felt that it was really out of character for who she was that entire season. She's like, I'm a nice person. I'm an empathetic person. I'm compassionate. I'm kind. She's like, but I became something else. Um, And, you know, it was really sad to hear that she's like, I was betrayed by so many people that I told intimate details to because then they just ran and told the press. But then there were her friends that like, we're getting hate for not speaking out on her. And she's like, I had a friend tell me like, I love you, but like I have to unfollow you because like the hate I'm just getting from this is just like, it's too much. Like we're still friends, but like I need a fucking minute because guys, the fans are like rabid. And if you've never experienced like a lot of hate online, it can kind of feel very, overwhelming and it's like very suffocating and um I mean I've only you know I've only gotten like a few trolls here and there like whatever um so I can't imagine what she was feeling and not only that but then to see how Tom is just welcomed back into this group how Ariana I mean Ariana is making millions off of this okay she was on the cover of glamour as if she was the first woman ever to be cheated on ever ever It's crazy. 
it's fucking crazy the way that this scandal unfolded. I mean, it has a name that my mom knew about. You know, people in my life who don't want to be in a proposal are like, what's Scandaval? This is crazy. They were on the Today Show. They were on The View talking about it. Like it really, I mean, as we all know, it really took over. And I mean, that is so fucking overwhelming. Um, You know, and Raquel went into this conversation with Bethany and she's like, listen, I take full accountability for what happened. Um but I have to forgive myself because the shame I felt was just, it's too much for anybody. Um, and I, I'm glad that she's gotten to that place. You know, we don't want anybody like it started to get to a point online. I remember thinking like, if something really bad happens to this girl, if she does something, what the fuck? was like, was all of the negative hate and the comments like worth it? No, like someone hurt themselves or, or whatever. And it's like, I like Ariana. I like Vanderpump Rules. I love Bravo. I just think sometimes the fans can get a little too like intense and hateful. It's one thing to like make a funny meme, like, you know, Oh my God, look at the cover of Vanderpump Rules this season. Tom and Raquel are looking at each other. You know, it's another thing to like post like nasty stuff about her and comment. And I just think sometimes the hate with Housewives just gets too far. Um, Yeah, it's awful. Um, So... She so then they kind of talk about like her identity as Raquel versus Rachel. So she just to remind everybody she was born Rachel in first grade. There was a lot of Rachels. So she wanted to go by Raquel to like be different because she was having this like um, she developed like uh, like a wall, she says, and Raquel was that wall like Raquel protected her and it was like this vulnerability shield. Um, Because she says, she's like, I really struggle with vulnerability. I really struggle with anxiety, social anxiety. She's like, so my friends had always called me Raquel. My family calls me Rachel. I now go by Rachel. So that's her name now, um, which is fine. I think people like went a little crazy with that. Lala's name is Lauren. Jax's name is Jason. Like we all need to chill. I just want everyone to chill the fuck out. You know? And it's like. I'm already like I'm receiving DMs from people yelling at me about my opinion about this. Like I can't imagine the shit she was dealing with. Oh my God. Crazy. Uh, Excuse me. Then she goes on to say, you know, that what she learned in the mental health facility that she was at is that, you know, she's a love addict. She's someone who like needs male validation She's someone that needs attention. She needs someone. She craves it. She, I mean, you know, I think when you go through traumatic experiences and you have like extreme social anxiety, which we all knew that she had going in. I mean, we've known it since she literally got in the show. Um, she was just like, and then Tom gave that all to me. And she says, she's like, I thought I was in love with Tom. And she's like, I think we both thought we were in love with each other. She's like, but we're not. 
because it was just the the heat of the moment. It was the sneaking around. It was the lying. It was the feeling loved. It was, you know, it was, it was everything. And, um, I find that really interesting. And then, the, you know, they get into the Bravo stuff where she's just like, the network is running to the bank. And she's like, I haven't seen a penny of that, which I will admit is wrong. It's wrong. These people put themselves out there and should be fairly compensated. Do I think the network should take all accountability for like your horrible actions? Absolutely not. But it's interesting. Bethany kind of gets into this whole like how you get very caught up in this world And again, it's a very nuanced conversation and I don't 100% agree with everything. But then again, I'm not living that experience, so I don't know. But it's interesting because she's like, so you're filming this show. You then only, she's like, you're not not friends with the people you're working with, but they're not your best friends. But they're the only people that can relate to what you're going through filming and being in this world. And she's like, and then you have a great season. And you're on top of the world and you're eating it up and you're like, oh my God, this is the best. This, I feel amazing. I feel invincible. Everyone loves me. This is great. And she's like, it's a high that just you chase. She's like, but then the next season they take you down and then you feel like the world is ending. And then it's just like, she's like, you get in this cycle and it's all consuming. And that I understood. Um, And she's like, you know, I, she kind of basically is like, I liked my castmates, but like they're not my best friends. Even though you see us going out to lunch together, you see us doing this, you see us doing that. Like we're not like besties, like we're not real, quote, real friends. So that kind of leads me into her relationship with Ariana because she says she's like Ariana. Now, I don't know if this is true, but I don't know why Raquel would be lying about this now. I don't know. She could have said this a week after the news came out and she could have been like, yeah, me and me and her are not friends or whatever the fuck. But she said she's like her and I like we're never best friends. We never hung out off camera. Just us two. She's like, I never opened up to her about stuff. Just us two. She's like, but me and Sheena were best friends. She's like, that was a real friendship. You know, she's like, but then Bethany is kind of like, but it was a very mutually beneficial relationship. You know, you went on Sheena's podcast to talk about you and James's breakup. And Sheena told um, Raquel that or Rachel that it was, you know, the highest listened, downloaded episode she's ever had. So Sheena's also running to the bank off Raquel. But Raquel was also staying in the apartment that Sheena had in L.A., Um, and Raquel's like, I did pay rent. I don't know why she's saying I didn't. I paid rent. I took care of her cat who apparently was like pumped full of mercury or something. I don't know. That was just like a little sidebar. And, um, she's like, so yeah, she's like, Sheena and I were best friends because we would hang out all the time. She's like, I was around Ariana in the group settings a lot because Tom would invite me. And she's like, so I was really hanging out with Tom, not really hanging out with Ariana. Now, I don't know how true that is. I'm just saying that is what she said. Yeah. So, um, you know, she does acknowledge that they were not friends, but then she says, she's like, it's painful to think I hurt her in this way. Like she's still acknowledging that she hurt Ariana, despite the fact that they're not close friends, despite the fact that they're not besties. Like she's still saying like, I hurt this person. Like this is bad. Like, I don't know why people are saying she's being a victim. Like she's being honest. 
she's being honest about her experience. And I think that we all have to like maybe take a step back and like, look at that. I'm just saying, I feel like I'm getting repetitive, but I'm just, I'm just trying to like cover all my bases here so I don't get fucking bullied online. Um, and she says, she's like, I don't expect Ariana to ever forgive me, but I am remorseful. There was just a lot of secrecy. Tom would always invite me out in group settings and I never spent time alone with Ariana on and off camera. Um, I would not be involved in this affair if I thought there was longevity in this relationship between Tom and Ariana. That is kind of something that I find very interesting. Um, You know, Tom and Ariana, I don't think were very close. I think they were best friends. I think they loved each other in a deep way. And I do think that there was very much truth in the fact that they were a package deal, a duo on TV. I know no one wants to hear that. I firmly believe that. Um, They never seemed for many years to be that in sync with each other. We saw them having issues for years, you know, about, you know, wanting more intimacy and wanting this and wanting that. Now there's, I'm sure a lot of nuance involved in that conversation regarding Ariana's experience with Tom, you know, it, it goes, it goes all the ways. It's, it's not just like a very black and white conversation where it's like, they just like weren't happy. So Raquel and Tom fucked. It's like, well, Ariana probably wasn't that happy with Tom because of this. So then she wasn't doing this. And then he was not getting what he needed. No one in this in this triangle was getting what they fucking needed. Okay? Period. That's what it seems like to me. And I feel like Ariana and Tom are much better off. And I find it very, very weird they still live together. I find it also very telling that they still live together. And Raquel kind of says that she's like, yeah, she's like, yeah, they still live together. I gave him a key to my apartment to stay in while I was away at this facility. He never used it. He stays in this house. She's like, because the dynamic really hasn't changed that much between them. And Bethany kind of nods her head and is like, yeah, because they weren't in love in that way. This wasn't like a a breakup where it was like, oh my God, our hearts are breaking. No, like it's not like a Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tartik. Okay. Where it's like devastating to them. They're so fucking sad. This is more of like a shock that this happened. Also, Raquel talks about how Tom said that he had broken up with Ariana at that point, that they found out everything that to me, that whole story is like so wishy-washy. I don't really understand it. Um, I, because he says that he broke up with her like on Valentine's day or something like that. She says, I don't think that they did, or they maybe were working on it. I don't really know. Like I, that it's really, really confusing. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah. And she says, she's like, I would not be involved in this fair if I thought there was longevity in this relationship. Everyone knows their relationship isn't what they portrayed on TV. Um, like I said about that earlier, Lala had spoken about that. Many people have kind of alluded to that over the years. Um, and they all thought that that was like pretty unfair that they got to like just get away with this, you know, relationship and they weren't being totally honest. Um, they are business partners, a duo on the show, brand and image partners. They still live together. 
like I said. Um, and she she does feel that the way Ariana spoke to her at the reunion was too much. It was too much for anyone to handle. Um, and I, oh my God, Barb is being insane. She acts up when I record. I don't know why I needed to lock her out, but I forgot. Um, so anyway, she, and I've spoke about that. I felt so fucking gross after those reunions. I've seen a lot of shit on these shows. Okay. I've seen Phaedra Parks basically accuse Candy of trying to rape Portia. Okay. I've seen Luann get arrested and assault a police officer. I've seen shit go down. And I never felt so fucking gross after I did watching those reunions. It wasn't like, um, it wasn't like a delicious kind of takedown that you hope for. You know what I mean? Not saying like you hope for a takedown, but like you, it just felt the emotions I think were so raw at that point because it was two weeks later that I don't think that the reunion should have happened that soon. Um, because I just think people were really, really going nuts. Like the way that Ariana and Lala specifically talked to Raquel was really gross and like was it wasn't satisfying to watch. Like I wasn't like, oh, wow, they like really gave it to her. I was like, honestly, I felt bad. I was like, this girl like is acting like she got fucking like she murdered someone. It was crazy. Katie was smart and Katie stayed silent on that whole thing. Pretty much. She was like just like laughing at Tom, which is like Katie was on the right side of history there. She was like, I know who I need to be mad at. And it's Tom fucking Sandoval. And so I will, you know, do what I need to do when it comes to him, um, which I enjoyed that. Um, but um, so then we kind of get into the whole video aspect, the masturbation video. So Raquel says that, or Rachel says that she was in New York for Watch What Happens Live that week. And she was like, I was, you know, everything was great. Um, him and I, I was in a hotel. We started watching, we were on FaceTime. She's like, we were always on FaceTime together, like all the time. And she's like, and we started watching porn together. And she's like, and I was like feeling myself and literally and figuratively and so she started like masturbating on FaceTime. He screen recorded it and saved it in his camera roll. And that is what Ariana found when it fell out of his pocket at the show. Now, Bethany kind of questions this a bit. She goes, okay, do you think it really fell out of his pocket? Like this is what you believe happened? And Raquel was like, yeah, that's what I was told. And Bethany was like, okay, seems a little weird, but alrighty. So it was, that was interesting to me that Bethany questioned that. Um, it just felt like an, it felt like a detail that until now I've never questioned, but now that Bethany questioned it, I was like, maybe I should be questioning it. I don't know. But I, in the moment I was like, that's so fucked up. You know, she's like, I know Ariana has sent it to multiple people. That's why I had to get a cease and desist. She's like, because people online have described the video and what happened in the video that they wouldn't be able to do if they hadn't seen it. Um, she's like, so that was a violation of like my just autonomy and like my body, which I agree with. Um, and they kind of leave it 
part one is like, you know, I was in love with Tom or I thought I was. He validated me. He, you know, was someone I could confide in and listen to. And um, they kind of ended it there. So I'm sure in the part two, which I will obviously cover on this podcast, um, you know, I'm sure they'll get into more. And I just want to say, like, everyone needs to breathe. It will be okay. This is just a show. You know, I know that these are real people, but like we don't need to be sending death threats and screaming at everybody online over opinions. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much all I have to say about the Bethany and Raquel um, situation. Oh, boy. Wow. Just wow. Um, yeah. Mm. It's just a lot. You know, I, I do feel like in her core, Raquel is a good person. I think she really got wrapped up in all of it. And she says that she's like, I was so caught up in it all. I was, you know, and I'm, I think the way that she's handled herself thus far would be due, you know, going through everything that she's gone through, like should be really kind of like commended. Like, I don't think a lot of them would do that. I mean, and I do think it's hilarious that like, you know, certain cast members have made shitloads of money off of the scandal. It's like that's their friend. Their friend just went through this like really deeply traumatizing experience and lost a relationship, found out her 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 partner of 10 years like had this affair and you guys are making merch off of it. Like that seems strange to me. And yet that's your that's your girl, that's your friend. It's like I would be so fucking pissed if like I if Danny and I went through this breakup and like Gracie like made merch off of it. Like that's really weird. I don't know. I find it weird. I think like we all need to realize that people on reality television are narcissistic people, all of them, majority of them, and those that aren't aren't good at it because they they like just don't they're just not and the, listen like I'm not saying like everybody on reality tv is a bad person but I do think like you know we need to stop pretending like people on Vanderpump Rules are like these angels and what Raquel did was like the worst thing that's ever been done it's like absolutely fucking crazy it's crazy the way that this has been going down have I loved watching it and talking about it and has it you know just been crazy to like witness like absolutely but like I'm not going out there and like trashing Raquel and like calling her a fucking whore and like I'm, you know, yelling at her and in her DMs and like DMing her mom. And like, I don't know. I just think everyone needs to breathe. I think people should like go into the podcast with an open mind. I understand Bethany's not everyone's favorite person. She's definitely not my favorite person. Um, I think she's also capitalizing off of Raquel. Um, But I mean, whatever we're getting. It is what it is, guys. I don't know. Um, that's how I feel. I might sleep on it tonight. Probably talk more about it later this week when I talk about Orange County, because I'm sure more shit will come out by then. And that's only like a day away. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I will be back later this week with another one. Um, please rate, review, unsubscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Media Production.